Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. Wow, I sound good in my... You sound the way that you always sound. <laughs> I got new headphones, everybody. These are amazing. And I, I... Wow. They don't sound all muddy and muffled and far away. Well, like I was saying, is that, you know, I always felt like you were yelling at me before, and you're like, <laughs> why is everything so loud? Yeah, this is crazy. And now I won't get, like, black... Ear muffy things all over my face and ear muffy things. That's what you were calling that. That's what <laughs> Whatever it is, it looked like you had a skin condition. And it's some kind of yeah, weird, crazy skin condition. But it's gone because I got some new headphones. So that's pretty fancy. I'm pretty happy about it. Wow. So far, it's the first time I've actually used them. Like right now, we used them for like 30 seconds before too, just to make well make sure that the, the noise came out of the earpieces, which they have. Good. So thank you everybody for joining us. My name is Mike. And by my side, as always, is that lady who's talking over there, Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm enjoying a Sunday in the house. Well, after I left the house and went to the grocery store. Yeah, that was a odd decision, I thought, but yeah. (laughs) Because apparently I was afraid we were going to run out of the food. Yeah. Which, no. No. We've got plenty of food. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Today is Sunday, December 18th, 2016. This is going to be episode number 69, Elisa. Well, and it's actually Sunday as well. It is, because we didn't do it yesterday. I don't have to lie. No. I would never encourage lying on this show. Well, except for every Saturday when we record the podcast and we say it's Sunday, but it's not. But today then, is actually Sunday. It is actually Sunday. <laughs> so thanks. For, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. Oh. No, I'm I'm fine. All right. So thank you, everybody, again. As always, we do encourage you to shop local, but if you're going to do some online shopping, and there may still be time for you to do some of that online shopping uh, in time for Christmas, you can go to Amazon. Nope. You can go to Firefly. Nope. <laughs> you can go to elisathyarnista.com. Once again, it's elisathyarnista.com. And then over on the right-hand side, you will see some pictures that say Amazon on them. You can click on those. It'll take you to Amazon, oddly enough. And then once you're over there, you can uh, do your shopping just as normal. But when you put stuff in your cart and check out, there's a good chance Amazon will kick back a little bit uh, commission here to us at the show. To pay for Mike's headphones. To pay for my headphones, to uh, pay for maybe getting the snowblower fixed. Or buying a new snowblower if this one is not fixable. <laughs> we'll see, because I've been doing some shoveling this year. I would like it's you fun. to. I would like this to not be the year that you break your back, or the rest of me, because it was really cold today. Yeah, I was shoveling <laughs> down at the store, and it was yeah, yeah. My lungs nice. hurt when I was done because yeah, it's cold. And when it, when like all of your internal pieces start freezing from just just breathing and being out there, like my beard, like I breathe, and my beard started to freeze together to itself, and that's no fun. <laughs> Well, all of like the mucus in my face was yeah. frozen, well, snot in and my came... nose. And then, well, and I was breathing, you know, because as you do when, you know, you like when you're live, alive, when yeah. you're alive. Yeah. And it was getting in my scarf and it was like, yeah, it was freezing. So I can only imagine your beard was probably. It reminds me like when my gross. dad would always go for walks in the winter and he'd come back and he'd have like icicles hanging off of his, his nose and his chin and like <laughs> wear a scarf or something. But now I get it. It's not. It just happens. It just happens. Um, yeah, so go to Amazon. They can help us out. Help us buy a snowblower. <laughs> that, that would be helpful. You can also help us out by going to fireflyfibers.com. That is a local yarn shop that Elisa and I own here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. As always, if you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart, you can use offer code free ship. It's F R E E S H I P. And that will get you, believe it or not, free shipping. 
on that entire order of $100 or more. Mm-hmm. It will. Oh, you want to know what else? You're looking at me like... You're, you're, You've got uh, things on the list that you want to talk about. Well, I so wasn't I'm, sure if you were done. I'm getting out of the way. So, um, yeah, I, I, we have faux fur palms again. Just in case anybody is still crazy about those, and I hope people are still crazy about those because... you got a whole shelf full of them. The FedEx guy came in with the hand cart the other, on Friday morning. Oh, boy. And I, I look at him, I said, where are those from? I said, I don't know what I ordered. And he says, well, this is getting to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't realized when I ordered, you know, the dozens of faux fur palms that um, they take up some space in packages yeah like if you take them out of the box they're pretty squishy you can make them pretty small but in the box they take up yeah some space and i think i got like 40 60 i probably got almost like 80 of them total oh boy so people go to Mm fireflyfibers.com and buy some of these palms because otherwise we'll be stuck with them all what do you what do you do with 60 palms if nobody buys them (laughs) people will buy them i hope so they are super fun so yeah I don't. I don't think palms went out in overnight. I think they're still in style. And it, well, if if they get ordered by Tuesday, there's a good chance that you could have them in your hand by Christmas to put on to the hat that you're going to be gifting. There you go. Because um, the hat will already be knit. I don't. I don't encourage stressing yourself out for the holidays. Now, don't wait until Wednesday to start knitting yeah. a hat because no. you, it be... could happen. It, hats go fast. Well, yeah, you can hats do are it, fast. But... Um, what else? Oh, um, I got more Katrinkle sweater ornaments in, so those are all ready to go. I feel like there's something else that came in, but I can't remember. We've been kind of you you helped me at the store yesterday to yeah. help me get through some boxes of stuff. Um, I think we said last week the wool stock we're stocked in all colors again, or almost all colors. So that's back. The hat kit, the 21 color slouch hat kits, I'm hoping those are going to come this week, but I'm not making any promises right now. Yeah, they seem to have been delayed unexpectedly, so... No, and every every time I call Blue Sky, they're so nice, and um, yeah, I just, they, they say they're waiting for them to get here from Peru. They had a big truck that came, I think I talked to them on Thursday, um, and they were quickly trying to go through boxes and determine if they had, they had everything ready to go, because they put... If they, they were ha- actually there? Yes, they put the hat kits together by hand, so... Um, they have everything ready to go so they can just pop the 21 mini skeins on there and put them in a bag and put them in a box and put a sticker on it and send it yeah. to me. So, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully they're here. Yeah. Get them in time for Christmas. But obviously no guarantees. So if you have pre-ordered one of those, uh, they may or may not be there in time for Christmas. We shall see. There's never really a guarantee on that one, but it sounds like they're going to be here soon. So if you've been wanting one and it's not for Christmas, then there are still some pre-orders left. So, yeah. And I have to knit one yet. I haven't been able to because I haven't had enough. No, I haven't had any. No. All right. So again, fireflyfibers.com, free shipping, F-R-E-S, $100 or more. That's how you do that. Like Mike Machines, man. That's how you do it. I also (laughs) want to take some time because our uh, good friends... With Canyon Spells, the band who provides our introduction and, uh, well, I guess, our theme music for the show, they just released a couple different things. One, they just released a, uh, a new Christmas album. So they had one from, I don't know, two, three years ago, something like that. You'll hear more of that next week because I plan on using that for our intro music mm. next week. Are you going to play my favorite song? Of course I am. <sighs> I have a favorite. It's a good one. So they've got that out, and uh, we'll take a, take a listen to that real quick. And they've also got uh, kind of their entire back catalog from when they were known as Daniel and the Lion, which actually I think, let's check, I think it does actually include 
Uh, where is it? I think it does actually include the chase, which is our, which is the show theme song. Well, and I think it's the entire back catalog. And then isn't it a couple? There's three new songs as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the, it's the great uh, Canyon spells, greatest misses. It's 47 tracks. This thing is 20 bucks. And we'll put a link to this, of course, in the show notes, but it's uh, $0.bandcamp.com and you can get uh, all of those, the Christmas album. You can actually, the one that we're talking about from, I don't know, three, four years ago, you can get that one for free. Mm-hmm. So that's a free download. Greatest Misses is 20 bucks. You can get the new Christmas album for $9. And that or more. Nine songs or more. You yeah. can pay more if you want. You can always pay more. They're definitely, they're not going to turn it down or, or uh, kick you out the door and say, no, thank you. So. This is very interesting because when they were talking, when Jimmy was talking about this on the social media stuff a while back, he was saying it was going to be in a minor key and not, this is definitely not your traditional Christmas type music. Can you explain to us what a minor key is for those of us that so, don't understand music? A minor key is like, like it's sad and kind of down and usually played in a, a kind of a slower pace a lot of times um, but it's it's just kind of a it's like a sad sound i guess basically is the easiest way to describe it as opposed to a, a major key which is going to be kind of a happy uh more poppy kind of a thing like so, the chase like the chase is yeah, going to be a, a major key so i want to play one of these little this this i did not know what to expect when i listened to this and you have not listened to any of this album have you no okay so i jumped around a lot and i'm gonna so i'm gonna ask you this is a this is a pop quiz elisa so this is gonna be my this is gonna be my like first reaction to it too this is, this this is, is okay hopefully the fine brothers don't come after us for this reaction video for anybody that knows what that is i, I would be surprised but so you're gonna re- tell me elisa this is gonna remind you of or, or should remind you of one thing so Okay, let's just let's just go ahead and, and play. Let's play uh, Jingle Bells. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleighing song tonight! Jingle bells. What does that sound like, Elisa? It sounds like Cookie Monster. No. Well, that's what it sounds like to me. You can't say no; it does not, because that is what it sounds like to me. What does it sound like? All right, let me. There's a kazoo, which is awesome. So somebody's in a mood. I think I think Jimmy's in a, in a bit of a mood writing these Christmas songs. <laughs> the winter. The oh, winter, is that what you're saying? What is what is this? The winter like? blo- Oh no. Oh. All right. So let's play. Uh, let's play the very beginning of Oh Holy Night, because if this doesn't do it, maybe maybe I'm the only one. Stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear. So that is Jimmy singing. I think he's got some effects going through his voice and he's got a t- uh, tune down. I don't know if it's a full octave, but quite a bit. It's Tom Waits. This is a Tom Waits Christmas album. Till he appeared. I'm not a hit. I, I don't know much about no. Tom Waits. Oh, I know you have like a gajillion albums, but. 
Tom Waits is the best. He is one of the best singer songwriters in the history of the universe. But so that's that, why I didn't get it. So I still think it sounds like Cookie Monster. Oh, uh, Cookie Monster. Actually, I can find some like that. That's actually a style of vocals in like uh, heavy metal. Is the Cookie Monster vocals, yes. which I hate. I hate. That's not my favorite. But anyway, so yeah, it's it's very interesting, and I, I like it. The more I've, I've listened to this, I don't know, off and on a few times, playing through some of the various songs there was there is one original song on here which i like as well but it's growing on me it's a, this is not something you probably want to put on the family christmas while you're all sitting around the, the the dinner table eating your christmas ham unless you have that kind of family unless yeah unless your family is super cool because in which case you should listen to this 24 hours a day you should put this on at the store 24 hours no for th- this album for the full eight hours that from 10 a.m to 6 p.m it's Canyon Spells, Yule Variations. No, let's not do that. And th- I, I love listening to the other one, though. I like listening to that one at the store. What it, I like that the cover on the album is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's got Jimmy dressed up as Santa with no pants on. And then Daniel is, is wearing an elf outfit with... <laughs> <laughs> the jingle, jeans and high tops or something or probably the jingle bells and the big long red floppy hat so it's good stuff so as always we like to uh promote our our friends and in whatnot because what is life about aside besides uh promoting our friends and promoting other people and trying to help other, each other be successful when and, they're standing on the front of an album without their pants on well, yeah i mean the the, the the code is pretty long it covers everything else. yes there's, it does yeah there's, there's nothing showing there but, but and they're and I keep thinking that they're here, and I'm like, wow, that looks really cold, really chilly. Yeah, but no, they're, they're not here. So, <laughs> and they're actually they they're releasing. They started their own record label called Zero Dollar Records, and so this will be, I think, their first release officially on that label. I don't know if it's they're going to be like actually doing this as a physical disc or anything like that. But um, again, it's just zero dollars and we'll put a link to that in the show notes. If you have any interest there, it's not for everybody. Obviously, it's something that's very different and unique and unusual. And Lisa's going to try on her... Don't don't spill the beans! Oh, I'm, I'm spilling beans. So there we go. Um, what else we had? Oh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you want to interact with us here at the show, you can send us an email. You do that at podcast at elisatheyarnista.com, and then we will very likely read that uh, while we're recording the show. Or if you yourself have recorded a Christmas album in the style of Tom Waits, and you want us to play some of that on the show... Or Cookie Monster. Or No, not... Well, or Cookie Monster. If you've got one of those... Either Cookie Monster or Tom Waits, which are completely different. Both better than Bob Dylan's Christmas, though. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, un- that was not. Um, I was. I was so excited. I love Bob Dylan. That was. I was so excited. Really bad. But then it just sounded like Bob Dylan singing Christmas songs badly. In, in, yeah, not a good way. Yeah. So, for those of you that like the Bob Dylan Christmas album, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, everybody likes something different, so, and everybody may not like the uh, Canyon Spells Christmas album. That's understandable. But Ari- everybody loves Harry for the holidays. Harry for the holidays. Harry Connick Jr. Oh, His Christmas album is very good. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Oh, so that I think was going to bring us over here. Since I almost spilled the beans, what do you got? Work, what do you got in the needles, Lisa? What are you working on? Well, I I finished the winter classes. I'm very happy about that. So those are all posted on the website now. Yay! Oh, I was going to do a, a a crowd cheer, but I don't have that on here. I need to I need to put that on here. I have it somewhere. Um, 
So I finished the the winter classes, got posted. There was there was a little bit of work going on last Monday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like I think it was twelve or thirteen hours. I got stuff finished up though. Good. So um, yeah, in our the West Coast cardigan um, in Briggs and Little Country Roving, that class is full, but um, I do have the yarn available because I haven't been able to. I had a hard time finding the yarn, so um, I haven't been able to find anyone else in the u.s that carries it yeah so i do have it available on the website right now as a special order i'll be placing an order on tuesday morning um for the first one um but the second one if you order by oh, i have it on the website it's on the listing for it um by the f- when is the first it's gonna be by the second Sunday, january Sunday? 2nd Sundays. M- monday january 2nd if you order by then um it'll be here um that that following week in January and I'll ship it out to you. So I had somebody order some already. So and they, and it's fun to see the colors because the, the color combinations are just really fun. Everybody, everybody that's taking the class has been, they've been like torturing themselves over picking colors. What to pick? How many options are there? 16. Okay. 16. And there are um, some really cool combinations on, on Ravelry. Someone, um, one knitter did, and it's actually on the project page. It's one of the featured photos. It has a, uh, it's I think it's the it's a it's a snow white and then this really pretty um blue heather for the color mm. works. So the background is all white and then the color work is is blue. Cool. So that one's really pretty. It's not really me that I well, yeah, I can't wear white and a sweater, an outer sweater. Why? It's just oh no, it's not gonna turn out well. No. It's gonna get dirty. Oh, yeah. So um but yeah, that's been a lot of fun. So um that one's full the um, we have a Central Park hoodie on the class schedule again, and I love that sweater. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Everybody loves everybody knitting it. it. Yep. So that there are a couple seats left in that one. Um, but yeah, the classes this time were a lot of fun. So um, those are all on the website. And um, I just, as you almost spilled the beans. Yeah, well, now you can spill the beans. I, well, I would prefer to be the one to spill the beans because i've been working on them so i have um the my first pair of the uh opal advent socks are completed those are the smooth operator socks by susan b anderson and it fits really well providing jingle bells in the background and it fits i was this was like i Want to, I haven't tried it on my foot until now because they were on the needles and it it's a really nice fit. So, um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's it's crazy fun. Yeah, uh, the opal sock. Well, it's the fun Advent. to open so, them up and see what you're going to end up with because you don't know. Yeah. So this is my first pair that I got that I've gotten done. I'll be getting a lot more out of it. I'm a little bit behind. Though. Yeah, well, that's so, to be expected this time of year, I think. Yeah, things have been a little busy, so I'm still knitting them in order, and I'm kind of taking a peek each day. Um, but yeah, once these are all, I have... So you're still opening them every day, you're just not necessarily getting the knitting part done. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and you've been helping me open them and yeah, put them back and fun. all that, too. So, um, but yeah, I have... There I, are a lot of ends hanging out of the top of that sock. I know. That's... I will post pictures once the ends are woven in and they've been washed and blocked. But yeah, there there are a lot of ends in here that need to be woven in. So... But I didn't want to weave it, start weaving anything in until I knew if they fit. But yeah, I think they turned out really... They're really fun. They're fun. Really, really fun. So yeah. I have to finish the heel up on the second one and um, then I'm good to go. And they've been taking me a little bit longer, too, because I 
did the heel in between because with the afterthought heel on these you have to do the heel and then measure from the heel minus two inches for the toes so I had to do the heel on the first one now I have one that doesn't have a heel in it so I can see how long the section is between Mm. and I don't I can just kind of whip through them and then do toes all at once but okay cool yeah so those are super fun and I was nervous because I like I there were a couple colors that I pulled out and I'm like oh that's not, not gonna sure go but I'm that. like I have to knit them in order and I'm yep. still gonna knit them in order um but yeah they've they all they, they're the colors all actually look really good together and they're just super fun my friend uh my friend Danae stopped in at the store on what was it Thursday Thursday I think it was Thursday and um her little one is so cute, and I had him on my lap, and I was going to show her my socks, and I pulled yeah. him out of the bag, and he's, ooh, and bouncing up and down, <laughs> and then he had to smell him because he saw her smell yarn once, so yeah. apparently now he thinks he has to smell yarn, but yeah. Well, yeah. They are... That's what Rollo per- does. Rollo yes. He was just yarn. smelling some yarn, too. Yeah. We had... Uh, um, I got another nice package in the mail from um, our listener, Diane. Yeah. Um, two more hats for the charity crochet and knit-a-thon so that was very cool yeah that's awesome with a nice note in there thank you diane yes thank you and a, a, a printed copy of the ed mosley yeah the story mosley i think it's mosley yeah mosley that we did what is it from the week it was just last week i think I'm trying to figure out what magazine this is for oh just the week is, it, is there a magazine called the week oh i don't know yeah, but anyway, so yeah, the story yeah. we had from Ed with uh, surrounded by all of his caps that he that he knitted, so it was pretty cool. Nice, Ed. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, Diane. Thank you for the hats. I, they are adorable, and I'm sure they the um, they're going to be well loved. So yeah, they're fun because she uses um, really fun colors. Yeah, some variegates nice. and some striping going on in them, and yeah, just nice hats. So I'll drop those off. I was going to drop them off at the library yesterday, but. Nobody was going to be dropping anything off of the library yesterday because, no. yeah, they were closed. So what else do I have? Um, so works in progress. I have my West Coast cardigan and brings a little country roving. Um, that is I'll post some pictures um, in the next few days. I'm hoping to get it finished up pretty quickly here because I need it at the store for a sample. But, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's it's big needles and it's big yarn and it goes fast. It's kind of awkward, but it goes really really fast. So, um, and then oh, Marion by Jane Richmond in Chill. I got the the new Simply Handmade along is up, and this will be the last one of the year. So last chance to participate and be entered for some prizes. Um, we're doing um, for the last one that I'm doing. I had actually two things on there because I. Miss part of November because things got crazy. So we did. Um, I'm doing Marion by Jane Richmond. It's a just a seed stitch cowl. And then um, also the Katrinkle sweater ornaments because those are super fun. With the stitching up and the picking different colors. And yeah. yeah so I've got both those on there. Have you done any of those yet? I'm going one? to be doing one today or tomorrow. Cool. Fun. I need a break in between the color work with the super bulky and size yeah. 13 needles. <laughs> My wrists are a little... Go the complete opposite direction, do super teeny yeah. tiny. Well, embroidery. It's hard to go from like size 13 needles to like... I, I think I'm okay with, with the socks on, on a one and a half. I'm okay with that. But if I go... 
if I go to like a seven or an eight, like a normal site, like a worsted weight, it just feels too weird going yeah. back and forth. So if I do some embroidery, that'll Something help. Something completely different? I may do some holiday dish towels this week too. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. You can't ever leave well enough alone and have to do more than you probably should. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Oh, but they're fun. We got the yeah. stuff in at the store and the colors are fun. But yeah, so the um, there is somebody had done. I, th- I thought about, because um, the... The so the catrinkles they come in either they either come in a, a kit with a few bobbins with um, I think she has twelve yards of yarn on them um, or just the blank um, and I grabbed uh, I I grabbed one of the uh, the um, the sublime stitching because the sublime stitching is her stuff is wonderful so she has the iron on transfers and we have them at the store yep. and they're a little they're they're they. I think they're printed by the same company that does Aunt Martha's, but hers are a little bit they're a little different. They're a little bit different. So, so she has like zombies and monsters and lucha libre and um, they're uh, yeah uh, roller derby and yeah all sorts of just kind of rock and roll and heavy metal ones and yeah it's just they're kind of fun. Yeah. So um, so but she has floss packs that are they're coordinating colors. There's seven colors in there. And it's so much fun because the Christmas one has a few metallics in it. So I'm thinking oh. I want to do the sweaters as like ugly sweaters. Oh, there you go. With like, you know, like metallic stuff. It, they may end up not looking like gaudy or anything. But yeah, there are some people that have done them with like fringe hanging off of them. And I'm just, yeah. Holy cow. It's, yeah, it's interesting. That's cool. But yeah, so I thought, and I didn't, I didn't even think about those, those floss packs before. They're perfect because the colors yeah. all go together. So yeah, fun stuff. So, figure it'll be a good break for me in between the slogging of the super bulky sweater, the knitting with baseball bats. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's all I really. I'm. That's all I'm really working on right now because I have to get that sweater done, and then I have to because yeah, there's pockets and zippers and everything. Yeah, that'll be a, a good uh, good sweater and a good class later. Yep. Cool. So I'm gonna we're gonna, we're gonna take a, a quick uh, intermission here somewhere. <laughs> I cannot find the right knobs today, Lisa. I keep going for the number four, but it's the number three. Or the number three and it's number four. Are you all thrown off because of your fancy new headphones? I think that's what it is. Things just don't sound right. They sound the same to me as they always have. Oh, man. sounds completely different. Do you feel like I'm yelling at you? No, it's not loud. It's just like everything is so crisp and clear and I'm trying... I can't... I need to readjust my ears so I can judge like volumes of things and i don't know it's all weird it's weird it's really weird having nice new things well and you're on vacation so that's probably making that's probably throwing you off a little bit too well, technically not until tomorrow but yes I, I will be on vacation you'll be on vacation at firefly Fibers. you're right yeah so praising repricing mm-hmm. which is very much appreciated i like to do what i can to help out and you're good at putting stickers on things. Yeah, it's pretty challenging. It's a it's a tough job, but you know what? You know Somebody's what? Don't knock do it. it. We've had a couple of people that have been coming in to help me out because yeah. apparently I look like I'm going to have a meltdown. So I don't mind doing it. I enjoy it. It's fun. And maybe this week we can listen to some uh, Canyon Spells, Yule Variations album. Um, we can listen to the Christmas album from yeah three years ago. The Yule Variations album. That's okay. what we'll listen to. Oh, so what else do we have going on, Elisa? I was going to talk. So this week. 
one of the things that I, my old team invited me back to do kind of a team building type event. Anybody do this? Like you go to, you like work in a corporate setting or you've got a, you work in an office setting, you do team builder type things. I do it every week. Who do you build teams with? Oh, I don't. You I should. Th- I should. So this one, we're, we're going to have to do this. You and I, and maybe we should probably get somebody else to help us because we might start, we might, we might get into a disagreement about this. But so we did this, the escape room thing. I don't know if anybody out there has ever done one of these escape rooms, but there's a, we went to uh West side of Madison. There's a couple of them in Madison, I guess. And the one we went to is called uh, escape in time, I think. And they have, I think they have five, no, four rooms, four or five rooms. And they're adding a couple more, but the one that I went, that I did, well, I guess I should maybe talk about kind of the, the premise behind these mm-hmm. things. So I don't know if anybody's ever played these video games. I know, Elisa, that you've played some of these and you kind of like the, the, mm-hmm. the idea here. But basically, the, the premise is that for whatever reason, you end up uh, locked in a room. And the rooms always have some sort of a theme or there's some, some sort of background story as to why you're there. But the, the idea is that you are locked in a room and you need to find your find your way out. You need to escape. And which is why it's called escape room. And basically you, you'll find clues along the way that'll, you know, you'll find. So basically the one that I was in, Oh, Rollo's got, he, Rollo's trying to escape the room right now. He is throwing a fit downstairs. He wants, okay. So it's like the, the high never got above zero today. He oh, I wa- think it was one. No, the l- warmest I saw was two below. Oh, it was one this morning. Oh, oh well, it got, but then it got cold. Yeah. It got it's cold been getting cold. Up. It's been getting progressively colder. All th- what is it now? It's like, so, eight or ten below or something so i'm not even Freezing. sure but point being Rollo just wants to be outside and i get to go outside to bring him back in and i get that he's a husky but it's still too cold for mm-hmm. them he, he you know he's out there for you know more than a few minutes and he does a little foot thing where he's lifting his feet up i'm like dude you are freezing come inside you dummy and then and then logan wants to go out too and well, then you can't does. get logan back in yeah yeah they're, they're not very smart it's uh Perfect weather if you're a Siberian husky, but man, it's it's still too cold. And what is he doing down there? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe barking at his bowl of food that he didn't eat when uh, you gave oh, him supper before. Yeah, so now he wants to eat when he doesn't have it. But anyway, in the escape room, again, so you kind of, the one that I was in, what was it? It was called, I don't remember what it was called, but basically uh, it was probably the most terrifying room out of the, out of the options because there was one that was like, uh, pirate treasure where you're, I don't know what the idea was there, but you're locked in this room and you're trying to find the pirate treasure or you're locked away. There was a alien autopsy one. There was one that it takes place in like the cargo hold of an airplane where you're like some kind of a super spy and you've stowed away on this, on this airplane. You need to get out of the, the luggage compartment to get up into the cabin or whatever. And I'm trying to think of the other ones, but the one that I was in was like this, like a kill room kind of an idea where there was, there's like body parts all over the place and there was like a t- so Dexter was there basically. So yeah, the idea was that you're on this like jet ski vacation, and like you all of a sudden wake up in this room, and there's blood all over. That sounds like Dexter. And it was, and it was great because there were no lights. It's basically perfectly dark. So of course, the first clue is you have to figure out how to turn some of the lights on, and the lights not the lights didn't all go on all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So you're under this fluorescent lighting that's constantly strobing and flashing, and you're in there for an hour, and that's about to drive you crazy. But the idea is that you find these clues, and there'll be you know keys hidden throughout. So you get a key that opens a box or a chest or a something. Um, they'll find a key that'll open something else, and a key that'll open something else, and 
it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was really cool to do. Some of the clues and things were a little, I want to say less than obvious, but things that were could have been better. I guess I'll say because there were things like there was one that had uh, a box with all kinds of switches on it, which is supposed to trip uh, a lock on a cabinet that was ne- nearby, and it made a, a sound like you get the switches in the right order. It makes a sound, and then it, you know it goes like a creaky door but the sound comes out of the box with the switches on it and not from the cabinet that's like three feet to your right so like i'm thinking it's not doing anything but it was a lot of fun there was some uh, black light work that had some clues in it and there were all kinds of cool things there was a part where you had to stick your hand into the uh what is it uh the garbage disposal was really really loud so nobody wanted to do that but of course you're not going to chop your hand off in the garbage disposal but wouldn't be good for repeat business no it'd be really bad for business if they did that but it was nice because they had a thing like there's an intercom in there so if you need a clue they can get they'll give you up to three clues oh so it's like the youtube video the youtube link on uh can you escape sure there's youtube links if you need help yeah, yeah. So you just hit the thing, and they kind of talk you through and give you a couple of clues on things. But do they say, "Hey, listen here, dummy"? Not really in those words. Okay. But I mean, effectively, that's kind of what what was happening. A couple of them we already had like the general idea of, just didn't have like one small detail to get. Yeah. I'm trying not to like spoil the thing because if anybody want, is in the area and wants to go to this over was in the Market Square area. Um, over by Chuck E. Cheese. So if you're over by Chuck E. Cheese, drop the kids off there, and they can they can play some video games, and you can go to the escape room. Of course, the kids would like the escape room too. Maybe not not the one that I was in. Maybe the pirate one would be good for kids. I don't know. I, I think a kill room would not be. I mean, we we are you know being the parenting experts that we are. <laughs> I'm I am thinking that the the kill room probably is not appropriate for little people. Maybe not the best place. But they did have have the other options, and it was kind of interesting because I was in there with a group of what seven or eight people, and to see kind of the group dynamic as people would work their way through some of these things. So as soon as we got locked in there and the game started, you've got an hour. Everybody's like just split up and started rifling through drawers and trying to open doors and things like that, and it was kind of it was chaos. I feel like if I was in there kind of by myself, I might have done better with it. But that was interesting because you had the people that were just going crazy looking for things, and then. Like well, I was, you there. don't know what other people have found, and you can't put the clues together if people right. are finding. Yeah, it's a very, it's, it's. So I kind of that's why I took it upon myself. I'm like, all right, everybody, let's come back. What did everybody find? It was so it was like me and Mike. I talk about Mike all the time. We just happened to end up in the same group in here, and a couple other people, and we like all right, let's slow things down. What do we have? What are we trying to get to next? What are, what are our options? What are we you know what are we looking at? And uh, we, we got close. We got really close, but we ended up we didn't. Uh, I think we were only like one clue away from. There's a keypad from at the escaping. End. From escaping, you have to put in a, a four digit. I think it was a four digit key or number or something like that. But a lot of fun, which I think it would be a lot of fun to go back and do one of these. If so, if you get one of those in your area, I definitely recommend checking it out because it's a it's a lot of fun. It's a different experience. It was like I think it's like thirty bucks a person or something like that for the hour that you're in there. The best part is right away at the beginning when you get there, you walk into the business. The very first room is an escape room. It's just like this really brightly lit room with like pink walls and there's candy and jars and stuff all over the walls. And you, you Can you eat the candy? You probably could. I don't know. There's licorice in a lot of the jars. So I don't know if you can even... Maybe they're glued shut or something. They're probably glued shut. But you, you can't get in because there's no obvious door. So you have to try to find the door to even get into the business. But once you're in there, because like us, we had a group of... We were probably... I don't know, 30 people or so, because we had the the whole team was was going to do this thing. So I was with one of the first groups to get in there. So when you get in, in the lobby, in the waiting area, they actually have a monitor with a camera. 
that shows you people, can watch everybody. Yeah, you can watch people coming in and laugh at them as they <laughs> when they can't figure out how to get into the thing. So that's pretty good. They give a, a microphone and speakers so the the girl who was working there she could talk back and forth with the people in the room and everything like that. So it's pretty fun. It was a good time. Uh so let's see what should we go to next. Lisa, you're just fixing on those socks. You're, oh, you're weaving in your ends. Yeah, I'm just weaving in ends because you know it's a lot of fun to weave in a gajillion ends. At least you should take a picture of that before you weave in all the ends. Well, I kind of already started, so maybe I'll take a picture of the other one. There you go. Because that's that pretty one, fun. Yeah, I mean, it basically it looks like my sock has like mohawk fringe coming down the side of it yeah. right now. It's got a crazy haircut. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear that on there, but Rollo is freaking out downstairs, and he's—I think he's just—he's just frustrated because he's got so much pent-up energy he can't get out. We went out what, yesterday, the day before. Like yesterday was twenty-something out, so I went out with him and, and Logan and played for a little while and let him run around. But that's still not enough for a guy like him who needs to be out running and, and mm-hmm. outside all the time. Yep. All right, so let's—you uh, got a, a nice little list here. Let's uh, talk about what's going on in the. Uh, we're, oh man, Elisa! I gotta I gotta color code these or something because I cannot find these stupid buttons. Let's talk about what's going on in the kitchen. I did it again. I was turning down uh, number four, and that sound is on number three, Elisa. I don't know what's going on. You're just being you. Apparently, but I've been I've done this sixty nine times already. Well, I guess we haven't had this set up. We haven't had this. This set is up the, the sixty nine. It's only sixty eight. So that's true. Maybe this is the time where you're going to get it, get it all figured out. So, um, what are we? Oh, so this week in the kitchen, I made uh oh the cu- the Cuban pork wraps. Yeah, those are good. Those are really good. It was uh pork roast in the crock pot with. All sorts of onions and um, orange juice and lime juice and, of course, a bunch of cumin and a bunch of, oh, it was, yeah, really, really good. So we did that in the Instant Pot. And then it had a, it had, um, well, we didn't do it as, there's supposed to be like lettuce wraps. So you put it in lettuce, in like bib lettuce or butter lettuce. And we ended up doing, um, using uh, just corn tortillas because that's what I felt like using that night. And it worked really well. It 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 worked really well. Um, but the 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 topping on it, the like the there's like a slaw that goes on it, and that was really interesting because it was basically a mustard, um, like a mustard, um, red cabbage slaw, with a ton of dill pickle and in it. A lot of pickles, which are was, really good. Well, I put extra pickle in there, of course, because we like pickles. But yeah, that was really good. We have a bunch of that leftover, so we'll probably have some of that for supper tonight. Um. That was really good. And then last night, I don't think I made much else this, this last week. I don't know how we were eating, but we were we managed to not starve. We're still here. We did okay. We've been we've been really busy, so we've been doing a little bit of carry out, but not too much. No. Um. So last night we thought we were going to have Christmas today. Yeah, we today was Christmas number one, or was supposed to be Christmas number one, but then various events occurred. One of them being the weather, with being so cold and the snow from friday and saturday because we were gonna go to my mom's place and and kind of where she is she is not off like a major highway or anything like that she's kind of back in the boonies and on Mm -hmm. some uh some back roads which when we've driven out there in the past like after it snowed it it drifts pretty bad on some of the roads so 
ended up not making the drive. Plus, uh, my sister and her husband were coming down and, and he got pretty sick. So I decided not to make the trip today, but we'll, we'll try to figure something out maybe tomorrow. Cause after shortly after Christmas, my mom and, and her, her, oh boy, did he come back upstairs? No, I think oh. he's at the bottom of the stairs. Barking up at us. Oh, probably. Yeah. So Just come down, play with me. All right. So, uh, cause you know, he hasn't been doing this at all today. No, he hasn't done this at all. No, until... second we sit down, at least he's not in here. That's true. Yeah. That would, man, oh man, oh man. So, uh, I don't even know what I was saying, but my mom's going down to, basically, mom's going down to Florida, like the week after Christmas. So we have to figure out something, uh, maybe do something like a double day because on Christmas day we'll be at my dad's place. So maybe we'll, um, spend uh, the time there and then, uh, go back to my mom's kind of like we, like the opposite of what we do for Thanksgiving yeah. on Christmas. I'll have to do it fast, but... Yeah, we can stop in for a bit and then, yeah. So last night we were trying to get ready for today, just kind of like, oh, well, we're going to bring whatever because we thought we were going to go. So like, what can we do last minute? So we've all got, you know, things to bring along and things to eat because mom didn't, because of the weather, she didn't get out. We didn't think we were going to be there. So she didn't go buy all the food that she normally does. They were sick last week too. They were really sick too. Yeah. So, yeah. So we always have avocados and we make. I make really good guacamole, so we I made a, basically a vat of guacamole. I think it's probably what I mean. It's it's a lot of guac. It's a lot more than two people are probably going to be able to eat in a week. Yeah. So um, unless we try real hard, we, I bet we can do it if we if we really put our minds to it and we put our nose to the grindstone, we can we can eat all that. We'll have some tonight. Um. So yeah, we have a lot of guacamole, Oops, and sorry. then um. Made a batch of the of my Drunken Joe coffee liqueur last night. I was going to ask, have you ever done a, a blog post about that? Yes, it's you a recipe. Re, yeah, you, you should re-put that on the uh, on a Facebook page and Twitter okay. and stuff. Yeah, you can that's share a good it. thing. You that's shared it in the... Well, actually, when I was Googling for it today, um, it came up with the podcast episode that you linked, it, linked to it. Oh, and so it's become kind of an annual thing that it's yeah. a, it's a tradition that everybody likes and everybody wants it. So it's it's something to be expected. And well, Friday night I started panicking. I'm like, Why? we don't we don't have brown sugar, and I'm oh. like, I I can't show up because I every year, like you know, we give gifts too, but then everybody gets excited when they pull the coffee liqueur out of the bag. Yeah. So be like, they just keep looking, you know, like what is all this junk, and where's my Where's, Where's my, my booze? booze? That, that's not so, good about my, maybe my family has a problem. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll share that again. Um, and then we did whiskey cream a couple weeks ago, too. So I need to write that one up because that was really good, too. I haven't had any of that. You had some at your mom's. I did? At Thanksgiving. Oh, I don't remember. It was really we, good, though. We all had a glass. <laughs> yeah. Your mom really liked it. Of course. Yeah. It has, you know, sweetened condensed milk, and I used heavy cream instead of the light cream, and yeah. So, yeah, that was really good. And then um, for supper last night, we made, or I made, uh, uh, bison burgers with um, balsamic, bacon, apple, chutney, (laughs) and what else? Did we have anything on the side? Oh, we just had a salad with it. Yeah. We just threw a salad together with it. But yeah, those were really good. I got, I was excited when I was at Costco with my cousin a couple weeks ago and saw that they had, um, they had bison. So I had you pick some up and yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's good. Something different. 
So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Very cool. So let's. Uh, that's it for the kitchen, huh? I think so. All right. So Did you know I miss anything? No, I think that's it. See, everybody seems to like the uh, music that I play when I open up my new beers. So I think what we're going to do is, is kind of give the entire show more of a, a southern Louisiana kind of Kind of a, a southern Creole type feel. So here's our here's our new uh, Canadian Canoes music for the week, Lisa. I like this a lot. I really like this a lot. I, I would like to know when I get new um, knitting. What's on the needles? Music. If you want to pick something, you can pick something. That's up to you. You, you pick all you the music, this? though. No. You don't? That's so much fun, though. No. I'll, I'll figure something out. You Let me know, and I can, I can add it to my sound effects box, Elisa. It's not complicated. Super easy. All right, so let's go into a few Canadian Canoe stories. Let's see what we have. Oh, this one's really interesting and weird. So this uh, headline, call it noodle work. She knits instant noodles to make art. So this is a story out of Singapore. Uh, artist named Cynthia Delaney Sawito uses instant noodles to create a tapestry piece, one packet at a time. Um, like ramen? Yeah, that looks it's, like... Well, it's instant noodles. Yeah, it's kind of, I guess it could be ramen. Oh, that looks like a lot of work. It's it is a lot of work. Because every other and day, she like I mean, knitting is as frustrating enough as it is. But then knitting with wet noodles with with ramen just seems like you're asking to be frustrated. Yeah, she says she uh, every other day she drops by the gallery to spend around three to four hours adding noodle threads, one packet at a time, to the edible scroll. The piece grows in length by around twenty se- twenty to thirty centimeters each session. By the time the uh, exhibition closes, it will be a lengthy work. So she doesn't do a, get a lot done in the three or four hours 30, that she's there. So that's four to eight, four to or eight to twelve inches. Basically, yeah. In three to four hours. Yep. Of noodles. She says, "I've been knitting. I've been knitting instant noodles since late 2014. Uh, huh. A recent uh, fine arts graduate of LaSalle College of the Arts. I was doing it because I wanted to contrast the idea of time, how I'm doing something very slow, to something instant like noodle, like instant noodles." And by using this, I'm actually making the process of knitting slower than it should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, the purpose of it is actually to make people slow down and take a break from this instant world. And I get it's it's an interesting... I can do that with yarn. To slow down? Then take a break from the instant world. I feel like knitting is slow enough as it is. Well, this is a way to make it even slower. <laughs> I mean, the stitches actually look pretty good and fairly even. Oh, it looks nice. It's it's interesting. The texture is very interesting. I like the 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 ends just kind of like hanging off the, the crazy, edges there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, well, knitting noodles can be tricky. She said. Yeah, obviously. She said, it took me a few months to to actually be able to knit. It's only recently that I've been able to make something this long. She uses normal knitting needles and a couple of other tools of the trade. A small wooden box with holes to help support one of the needles and a small hand, handmade comb-like object made of epoxy putty, as well as a hair dryer to dry the noodles. Um, but she she's done other art pieces with, with noodles and stuff too. So we'll, I'll, I'll, as always, put a link to this story. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm completely distracted by, by Rollo's barking right now. He's completely <laughs> just totally throwing me off here. Yeah, something is, is going on. Yeah. 
But he says, uh, what I usually think of when I'm making my work is trying to take something that is simple in every day, something we see as we live our lives and give a deeper meaning to it, which I guess is kind of the, the point of art, right? It's to take something that you see on a daily basis and give it additional meaning or point out the meaning to it. Uh, the next story we have actually comes to us from Jane, who's turning into a, a regular correspondent for us at the program here. This one was a story that coincidentally it was probably around six months ago that we talked oh. about this one so this is a good follow-up it says uh the woolly bully walks free road rage driver who was sentenced to six months hard knitting walks free from court so if you remember this lady six months ago was involved in an incident a kind of a road rage incident incident where she, she followed like, somebody confronted the lady didn't she yep she something you know they they had a minor altercation and she ended up following this later lady for like five or ten minutes um and her her I guess plea or her uh, defense was that well, I wasn't following her. I was just going to this knitting shop downtown. And the judge is like, yeah, right. You're a knitter. Okay, prove it. You go knit some stuff. So instead of you going to jail, you go knit some stuff and bring it back in six months and we'll see. So she did. This is the, this is the follow-up. So that was six months ago. She came back to court. She had a bag full of, she had sweaters and hats and she had like six different uh, pieces, I guess, or six different uh, articles that she had worked on and that she had knitted brought it in the sheriff looks at it and says yeah that's good we're gonna keep it we're gonna get donate to charity and uh you're, you don't you know you're not going to jail you don't there's no sentence or anything like that so uh it, well it all worked out in the end she got uh she didn't have to go to jail and uh, local charity is going to be getting some knitted items to either sell or give away and uh yeah it was a fun follow-up so she she was actually able to knit and she got it all done very cool so thanks, Jane, for sending that through. I, I would not have found that one otherwise. So a uh, nice follow-up to to an earlier story that we had. So Lisa's going to go see what, what's oh, happening in Rollo because... I'm oh. going right here. Oh, okay. You shut the door and just ignore it completely. I'm... That works. Like I said, awesome parenting skills. Oh, that guy. We'll He's got to wait until we're later. doing something to, uh, to come in. All right, so... Oh, this Poor Logan is stuck down there with yeah, him. Yeah, Logan's probably super uncomfortable right now. He, <laughs> he does not like the the freakouts. Logan is probably the or most... Or being looked at. Or being looked at. He's the most calm, laid-back, nervous person you've probably ever met. And he doesn't like it when Rollo freaks out. Mm-mm. So this one is... Um, I tried to, I did a little research on this one trying to find out more information, but there's not a whole lot more uh, to it. But this one is a, a blind woman in Halabja, which I don't know if it's a city or a region. It's actually in Iraq. Uh, she displays knitting work, becomes town icon. So this woman, she's 45 years old. 45 years old. Her name is uh, Sabrina Hamain. Um, Her she, town is Halabja. It's the town of Halabja. Okay, so she's in the town of Halabja. I think it's also an area or a region, but I think that this is the town uh, with her knitting and embroidery for almost three decades. Uh, she does not have a store, and people come to her house <laughs> to buy her work from across town. But most recently, the town held a fair in a major venue to sell her handmade garments and to recognize her work. Sabria says that despite her fame and sale of her work, knitting for her is a hobby more than anything else. And if, there's a video here, which, of course, I'll post a link to that as well. But it's worth watching the video because it's got some of the some more details in her, her words. Apparently, she started, it's not like she started knitting or selling her garments back in 1988. Which, coincidentally, I found out, uh, not to get political on this, but when uh, they talk about Saddam... Oh, so Rollo just realized that he had been closed out, so he is on the other side of the door barking. He's come upstairs. 
He's tired of being ignored. <laughs> you remember that time when we said, oh, it's going to be so nice when we move out of the kitchen and actually into the studio. Things are going to be so much more relaxed. It's not re- more relaxed at all. Do you want to see what he... I will, I will go. I'll go. I'll go figure out because, yeah, he's 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 getting into the wailing stage now. Yeah, so. this is there's something desperate happening. And I don't know if he just wants his supper. Because most likely that's what it is. What time is it? It's like 6.30, which is I'll be back. supper time. So at least I'll be back. And I'm, I'm going to talk about Sabria for a minute here. And then maybe I'll have to bring up the whole oh, music. But so the woman, uh, I can't remember where it was. But so she uh, she's blind. It says she knits as a hobby because she says herself that, uh, you know, as a as a career, she doesn't she can't do the volume because of, of the amount of time it takes to make all the articles and make all of the, the pieces that she that she makes. So it's not like that she can do this as a, a full time job or anything like that, because the, the money's not going to support her and her family. She's got a family of three. Um, but now I completely <laughs> so thrown off. You're talking to myself. This feels weird. Elisa's gone doing whatever Rollo needs attending to. So I'm sitting here in the room talking to myself, which is a really odd feeling. Um, but basically she's been, she's kind of been seen as this icon in her city and in, in her community. So what they're going to be doing now is getting a group together of the women from the area that, that knit um, and showing that, that you can do this kind of work and support your family and, and uh, have a business and make some money. And, and uh, Sabria is going to be going to be the one that's going to be leading this group as kind of an inspirational and motivational figure and kind of helping other, other women in the area to figure this stuff out and, and how to make money and doing some of these handicrafts with knitting and, and all that kind of stuff. So what'd you find out? Um, he wanted his food. Of course he did. So he had to scream about it for 20 minutes. He couldn't wait. Until you we're didn't, done. you know, offer it to him before we came up here. No, I didn't. I didn't do that eight or ten times. No, so I brought it up, and he's eating it in the bedroom because if he doesn't eat it right away, then sometimes Logan is like a hobbit and he has second supper. Logan will eat again. Logan will just keep eating. He <sighs> has. Logan likes eating. He's good at it. He can eat a lot. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. So he's eating supper. I went down there, and he walked right over to the the crates and looked up at his supper. So. No emergency. There are better ways to let somebody know that you want or need something than just to scream. Oh, he's a husky. (laughs) Just scream and scream. I thought, I'm thinking, okay, is like Logan injured or is Logan like throwing up or did he fall down or something? No, no. No, Timmy did not fall down the well. He just wants his supper. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. So. And we tried. We really tried. Lisa's like, do you want to feed them before we get started? Just, just, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like five o'clock, but I guess if we want to, want to give him supper just in case. And of course he didn't eat it. He didn't, he wanted no. nothing to do with it then. No. But as soon as we start recording, now it's mm-hmm. an instant emergency that he has to eat. And like, it was immediately. He was here for what? Like five minutes. If yeah. that even. And, and he, he was coming up and like wanting attention or wanting something. So he wanted his food pretty much as soon as we sat down. So, Yeah. Anyone want a husky? <laughs> We've got one to spare. <laughs> so our last yeah. story that we're going to talk about is, is comes to free us free gift with purchase, <laughs> right? Yeah, we can do a giveaway. We'll, Offer we'll, code free ship. We, we'll do a giveaway. Spend we'll a hundred bucks. You might Ronald win a husky. husky. Uh, so this no. one comes to us from the, the uh, Today Show or Today.com. It's actually, believe it or not, it's not about Corey Feldman. It's something what? from Today.com that is, that is not involving Corey Feldman. I saw this on on I don't remember what it was Facebook or Twitter or something like this came up. But basically this, oh, so that now we know it's time to end the show when Lisa starts yawning, that we're almost done. It's terrible. It's, I, I can't wait until. It's always around the 50, 55 minute mark where the yawnings happen. Maybe it's, I don't know. 
<laughs> so this this kid, so this is like son of the year. His sweet tweets about mom's knitting made her a viral star. And I don't know if these were sweet. They were kind of sweet, I guess. But so this this kid's mom. I don't know how old he is. Uh, twenty eight year old. So he's not a kid, I guess. He's twenty eight year old writer. Uh, his mom is a knitter and she makes a whole bunch of different kinds of fun, weird little things. And she went to a craft fair. She had her table set up and she was all anxious and in her head, her hopes up, but she wasn't selling anything. She, uh, I don't know how long she had been there, but, um, to the craft fair messaged me to say that she hasn't sold anything yet. My heart is breaking says his tweet. Um, and then once he did that, other people went on. Apparently, she's got a she's got an online store. People went on the online store, started buying things, and became kind of a, a viral sensation. The stuff she makes is a little off and a little weird, so I'm not completely su- completely surprised that she wasn't selling much. So it's not like she's went knitting like hats and scarves and socks and cowls and <laughs> things like that. I'm not sure. I mean, it's a glove monster. That's it's it's weird. It's and it looks like a store bought glove with some like oh, it is. flowers buttons sewed onto it with <laughs> this probably took you know 10 minutes to make maybe <laughs> it's interesting so now she's now she's making money now she's selling all kinds of stuff in her online store um yeah so that's that's that story i don't know how i feel about this one necessarily because i mean it's cool that that he wanted to help his mom out but i get a not, i'm not completely surprised that she wasn't selling anything <laughs> And now she's got a book that's going to help her be good at Twitter. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, it's... Um, whoops. Yeah, it was one of those, those like, dollar gloves that you get, the dollar pairs that you get from Walmart because you're going to lose one in, in, like, five seconds. Yeah. They should, oh, Rollo's back. They should sell those in threes, then. If you're going to lose one, if you get three to begin with, you lose one, you've got two, you still have a full pair. That's a good idea. I'm going to market that. Should we do that? Are you? Can you sell three of them for a dollar and have the same profit? Margin? Oh yeah, I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll make them. Actually, I'll, I'll make. You're going to make your own gloves and sell them for a dollar. I'll have pair. Rollo make them. Rollo, Rollo will do it. He's good at stuff like that. No. Oh, now he's got. He's wandering back and forth and in, in, in out of the room. So we're going to wrap it up. We're going to we're going to go ahead and bind off at this point because Rollo's being really annoying. Which is super cute and fun. He oh, just, he just burped. Yeah, because he had a good supper. Wouldn't be a, a, an episode of the Alicia Arnista podcast if someone didn't burp. Right. Well, yeah, it's becoming it's a it's a new tradition every week. So we're gonna we'll go ahead and bind it off. Did you want to talk about this? Or you want to wait until that's done? Because we're well. Uh, no, we'll wait. Cool. I don't know. I want to. I, I don't know what to say about it other than like because I'm not going to talk about it in detail. I'll. I'll be talking. I've been. I've been trying a new uh, meal planning um, process, and I'll be. I for a couple three months now. So I'll uh, share more. I'll be sharing more about that. Yeah. So look for as a, we come up to the new year. Yeah. Look for a blog. It's working post really well for me. There so you go. A lot of people ask me how I how I do my meal planning because I I cook a lot and um this has been a really good one for me. So yeah, we don't have yeah. There's not time. I mean, there's always time. There's we can talk about as much as we want there's no no stop times here this is not like on the radio or anything we'll do a blog post we can go for three hours if we want to i don't want to go for three hours i'm already yawning yeah oh man i have to get back to twin peaks and see if i can figure out what the heck is going on if anybody knows like what the deal is with twin peaks i'm on like six or seven episodes in, and i'm 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 not sure what's going on it's (laughs) it's just very weird but just you're just gonna keep going anyway well i feel like you know it's only two seasons and it's you know a cult classic so i i just need to kind of you know 
I'm, I'm I'm watching it while I'm knitting, so yeah, it doesn't have to make sense. No, it's starting to make a little bit more sense, but some of the stuff I'm like, wow, that's really weird. Yeah, well, that's why people like it because it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. All right, so watch uh, Elisa's Elisa's uh, blog post coming up about the new uh, meal prep method that she's using. Um, yep. If you have, if you want to follow Elisa, I guess uh, on the blog, if you go up to the upper right hand corner, you can see things about Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Ravelry. All the links for that stuff is up there. You can uh, check all that out. If you have again any questions, comments, suggestions. You want to interact with us here at the show, you can send us an email. You can do that at podcast at elisathearnist.com, and we'll go ahead and read that on the show. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for episode number 69. And uh, everybody have a good Christmas, because we won't see you before then. We'll actually have a, a show going up on Christmas Day, but we won't actually have well, a show between no, now and then. So, no. Merry Christmas. Yeah, everybody have a good Christmas. And uh, with that, I guess we will talk to you all next week. Cheers. That night, I was upset, but instead of lashing out in anger, I turned to the needle. That's right, the knitting needle. I rehabilitated myself with fashion.